1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to After the Dead. The Walking Dead is back for Season 10. The Season 10 premiere has officially aired, which means ComicBook.com is bringing back After the Dead. If things look a little bit different here, that's because we're a podcast now, and that's because everybody can listen to us in their their, their morning commute on Monday morning if they didn't get enough Walking Dead on Sunday night. I'm Brandon Davis. Uh, We are here to talk about The Walking Dead. I'm joined, as always, by Janelle Wheeler and new to After the Dead here this fine October morning, whenever you're listening to us, is Kofi Outlaw, the host of our Comic Book Nation podcast. Hey. If you're not listening to that, I do suggest tuning in. Uh, I'm very excited that you can listen to us as a podcast. I don't really know what that means, but I think it's cool. It's- I mean, it's good. Like you said, it's, people can now listen to us while they cook their fine meals in their kitchen mm-hmm. and
0: prepare their Hello Fresh Or if they're on their commutes, and you get to just be in their ears. Are you
2: sponsored by Hello Fresh??
1: No, I'm not. Hello, <laughs> but Fresh. But if you're listening, <laughs> Easy yeah, way to call. Yeah, no.
2: After the 10. Well,
1: uh, look, so The Walking Dead Season 10 is back. The show is going to outlive all of us. Uh, but I am happy that we're finally trending in the right direction in terms of quality. I thought Season 9 was great. I really was a fan. Uh, so we're going to talk about our reactions to tonight's episodes. Uh, but first, um, I'll give you a little bit of rundown what we're going to do. Uh, the opening of the episode started in space. We're going to talk about the love triangle. We're going to talk about Rick's kids, Michonne's final season uh aaron's big turn which i think might be coming finally uh and negan just uh, i mean you can't not talk about negan and we're also going to talk about the train wreck that was fear the walking dead season five so uh let's just start though with our reaction to tonight's episode uh i'll go last you guys what did you what did you think of The season 10 premiere.
2: Ladies first. Um, I was blown away. I was really excited about this. Um, It it felt like a really long time since the last time we checked in with them. And it was really good to see a bunch of familiar faces. We got to check in with almost everyone. um, And that was really good. Also, the space thing definitely threw me off. But uh, I'm excited to explore that for sure.
0: Yeah. uh, The first shot, really, I'm glad you warned us that we were watching the correct show (laughs) because I would have... Yeah, I'd have been confused when this opened with a shot of a spacecraft... Which is like the last thing you expect to see in Walking Dead, but hey,
1: it's season ten. You gotta you gotta tap the ideas where you can get them. When I first started the uh, play, when I first pressed play watching it for the first time, I was like, wait a second, is this the right, did they send me the right show? <laughs> it, and I, I I restarted it like three times. I went back to my email. I I played it again, and I was like, wait a. And then I got to the I was like, oh, that was the right show. I was
2: really hoping but, that it might be like uh, what is that show? The Last Man Last Man on Earth. Yeah. Where his brother ends he's in the spacecraft, and that it was actually going to be like a living
0: person <laughs> that made it through back. the a zombie apocalypse and doesn't know I what's was going on I
2: really hoping that was going to be it but uh, fire instead
1: it'd be like a weird Lost
0: Haley episode it'd be yeah. so cool right. well
1: that's like I remember when I think it was season 2 of Lost started and it was Desmond just going about his day and I was like is this the oh, right yeah. show yeah. and then the hatch explodes and you're like oh this is the guy in the hatch uh, but alright uh, we'll be right back we're going to run through all of tonight's episodes uh, we've talked to the cast a whole bunch so we have a lot of exclusive insider intel for you as always you wouldn't be after the dead if not so uh stick with us for just in just a second and you'll hear uh, all about it
0: the chilling new original docu series on Paramount Plus
1: Alright, welcome back to After the Dead. We are about to break down the Season 10 premiere and preview what's to come with all the super secret stuff that we're going to unsecret for you. Uh, Starting with that satellite we were talking about earlier, when that satellite went by, my mind has trained me as a fan of Lost, like we mentioned, and just a fan of, I mean, Marvel and everything else that is going on right now, to pause it, look at it, and be like, what is on that satellite? What does it say? What's going on? And then it ended up not really being that important. Because it, 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 well, but, but it what I am, en- listen, I thought this is going to be some kind of groundbreaking, expansive thing so did I. where we're going we're to find communication in space and we're going to have connect the globe somehow and get a big reveal about why this is going on and none of that happened instead it just let us which, to yeah it was to me that part of it was disappointing but i can forgive it because it was all answered within the first episode right. in previous years this would have taken
2: <laughs> five. <laughs> five,
1: yeah. five, five episodes, episodes. Mid-season oh. finale ma yes. in the woods yeah it would have taken so long to get there uh but i i did my mind did go it was ussr and i thought of fear the walking dead when victor strand talked to the russian astronaut from yeah. the boat yeah. and i was like oh maybe that'll tie together and maybe it did Somehow, but we'll never know. I don't think it's important, oh. yeah. but um, that was cool. The most excited I got is I thought it said capsule corp on it for a second. And I was like, did they just drop a Dragon Ball <laughs> Is Dragon Ball Z about to become, I'll sell oh, you all gosh. kinds of capsules. Uh, but no, I thought that was cool. But I think what this is ultimately going to lead to is a tie to the Rick movies. I think it's communication. Eugene made them stay back. That was not for no reason. Yeah. Angela yeah. Kang doesn't put pointless story threads into the show. And I think it's that's what it's going to lead to, It's talking to either the Commonwealth or wherever Maggie is, probably the Commonwealth, or wherever Rick is.
2: They did mention that they hadn't gotten any letters from her, checked, heard anything from Maggie in the episode in a very long time.
0: Maybe they can boost the signal and uh, finally get in yeah. contact with some of these uh, stragglers from fear and give them something to do. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: The fear of that, w- that show. Oh, we're going to get into that. Uh, yeah, if they bring Ginny into The Walking Dead, I'm turning it off i'm just uh, <laughs> stop all right now let's move on to our next topic there's there's a bit of maybe a love triangle going on i don't know i can't tell because i feel like the walking dead has perpetually teased like a, a relationship between daryl and carol that never happens mm-hmm. but then they keep like making it a thing but not actually making it a thing and now they're doing that with him and not only carol but also with connie yeah um and it's interesting, though, because I think the way Angela Kang does it, the way she wrote this was it was much more subtle than things have been in the past. It was cool because not only do you have Carol showing a more of an interest in Daryl than Ezekiel, which was pretty cold towards Ezekiel. I felt bad yeah, for my guy. me too. But um, she goes over there, and that's great. But then you also have Daryl with the ASL pamphlet in his pocket.
2: That was really touching. Loved that. I
1: love that. And it's But it's a subtle cue. It's a really smart little subtle thing that... As a TV viewer, you're like, oh, he must be romantically interested in her. But then Kelly looks at Connie and says, oh, that guy? And Connie's just like, no, stop. So I don't know.
2: She's just being shy. I really think she's just being shy. And I do not. I've always tried to ship Carol and Daryl. And I've I've been told, like, no so many times that I finally have just let it go. He called her his best friend. Like, I just, I think it's still just platonic. Yeah, I kind of
0: like the platonic, like, brother sister like they're they're what's good about the relationship is it like it shifts kind of shades sometimes it's almost like a weird mother-son relationship yeah. sometimes it's like a best friend relationship sometimes it's like brother, two sister. like yeah. abuse victims in the <laughs> same like yeah i mean they therapy are therapy group they like, have that in kind of thing yeah. and like that's what they're bonding over and i love that it changes shades um I don't think. I mean, if there was ever a love scene between Daryl and Carol, I think we'd all be like hovering over a trash can, uh, either from awkwardness or just, <laughs> I just fear. I think it like, would have
2: already happened. Gut wrenching. <gasps> yeah. Like, oh, I didn't. Ooh.
0: I got something I thought I might want to see, but I don't really want to see this. So, <laughs> I think it's too late. Yeah. yeah, and I like him and Connie. And once, the, like, too. once a girl starts taking care of your dog, like, that's a big deal. Like, true. Yeah, yeah, that's big. Down, that uh, true.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lauren Ridloff, an eternal now. Yeah. She is a Marvel star. It's just these actors from The Walking Dead are just like, well, we're going to go do a Marvel movie. Ross Marquand, Denai Gurira, and now Lauren Ridloff, who plays Connie, are all... Marvel stars. Uh, oh, I don't know who I. Joke. It's going to be a big joke. How I, to get a Marvel movie role? Ah, go audition for the Walking <laughs> Dead Net real quick, and then you'll pop up. I did ask Norman Reedus about that, and he kind of downplayed the whole thing when I talked to him at the season 10 premiere. He just kind of said, Oh, it's good to be able to communicate with people, and I think Connie's a real, like, could be something. I'm paraphrasing. I don't know exactly what he said. I don't remember. You can find it on the site um, or on our YouTube channel, but. He said something along the lines of communication is great, relationships are great, these people are all tools for each other, and the more relationships you have, the better you'll be to survive. I don't know if he was just downplaying it because the show isn't going to commit to it one way or the other. I hope it does. I, I hope at least we, if if something is ever going to happen, I hope we get there, and there is a definitive ruling on, I don't know, Daryl in a relationship, or not. I I, I honestly don't have an, in inv- like, I'm not invested in one or the other, but just solidify it, it for It seems once, as for the though
2: Norman has never wanted Daryl to have a love interest. It just doesn't seem like that he wants that for his character.
1: Well, for the first time, he's the one who's about staying with the people. Yeah. Carol's the one who's like, nah, yeah. it's nice. I'm out. But it's
2: good to see him like more vulnerable. I think she'll
1: stay because of Alpha. She wants to fight Alpha. Yep. She can't do that alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think she's um, motivated by revenge. Yeah, and I think the way the
0: episode ends kind of reminds us of that and Mm -hmm. it kind of informed her and ezekiel saying like you were saying she was very cold to him but like they are dealing with this whole like parents who lost a child type story arc which can get like really messed up between people and dealing with that and you know her grief and trying to get over that yeah she might have to kill alpha to get you know (laughs) put that away and i think that is the main event that most fans would want to see at this point um you know, you take all these main characters like Rick off the board and it's like, Well, where do the rivalries come in? Well, yeah, Carol versus Alpha is a great
1: That's, that's the Rock Stone yeah. Cold, Jeez. WrestleMania. Yep, yeah. that's, that's, I wanna
0: see them back in that quarry with like just the two of them yeah. down there and it's like one of us climbs out of here and one of us is like <laughs> From the top of the quarry, by God she killed her. <laughs> yeah, just oh, or just like Carol
1: does a running grab with Alpha and jumps off the quarry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here for RKO. Out yep. of nowhere, uh, I did. Uh, there were my possibly my favorite scene. In the episode. I mean, I loved the opening. I lo- It felt like watching 300, but in the zombie apocalypse. That was cool. So cool. Uh, yeah. And like how they were such an army in the slow mo shots and stuff. Like they yeah. upped it. They definitely upped I felt
2: it. felt like they were practicing, though. To me, it didn't seem like they were taking it that seriously until the very end. But so. also, I mean, it's a oh, sign of how seriously yeah.
1: they have to take the dead because yeah. they don't know if they're whisperers. Right. So. Yeah, and it's called training day. So, like, yeah. they are building up for something. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, maybe they're going to war. Uh, <laughs> our, I really liked the Rick Jr. Judith scene where Judith is telling the story about the brave man on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. And RJ's like, did the brave man go back to his family? And then she's like, no, he died. And I'm like, oh, these kids are so cute. That's young Ray from Star Wars. Um, Kaylee Fleming is just such a great actress. She's great. so yeah. good. Judith? And then, yeah, yeah, Judith is. And then Anthony Azor is, is RJ. It's cool to see Rick still have his presence felt on the show, mm-hmm. but not be responsible for the narrative like he he, he's not a factor in what i mean he's a factor in like their emotional decisions yeah but he's not a key for the story we can have a show without rick grimes which is so important and i i wasn't sure that was going to be the case yeah that was going to be
0: well we skipped over me but that was gonna be my overall impression of the uh episode uh that yeah he is it's this is the episode that kind of really does prove because last year at the second half of season nine. It was just kind of literally like survival, like can we survive and even end this season without Rick? Is this massive change just going to deep-six the show? And it didn't. Um, You pointed out that it got scarier, it got better, but this was the first episode with the clear air and the new kind of premise, and it really did establish that this isn't going to be like The Office or something like, yeah, you take out the main character, and it really has, in a weird way, opened up The Walking Dead in two important ways. One- we can now explore more of these other characters and relationships without having to constantly come back to this central thing. So it can be more of an ensemble spread. And kind of, too, the stakes are now raised because you're never are really sure who's safe, except for, like, right. Daryl and Carol. Yeah, me. I mean, and
1: then you still don't even know. That, yeah, yeah. There, is no, like, there is no like. There is <laughs> no like top tier character who you're like. Yeah, they can't go. And I mean, you have a a, right. f- a few exceptions. Like, we're not going to see Daryl die this season. Let's fix no. it. We're not probably not going to see Carol die. No. no, Michonne is leaving, but I don't even think she's going to die. Wow. Yeah, I should, come on. You're not going to kill Michonne when you have movies and an expanding universe coming. Okay. Uh I, That's my. Actually, that's that's the next topic. So we could just go there. Michonne. I, This is her last season, the Niagara last season. They filmed, I can tell you this, they filmed this season out of order so that they could get her in episodes further down the line. Uh, So she's not going to be in every episode this season, which isn't uncommon. But she will be there for longer than she was at production. Pretty sure she's here through 12. I've heard there might be a scene with her in the finale, but I'm pretty sure 12 will be her last episode. I'm not 100% sure, but I've heard from a lot of people something along those lines. Um, and her story seems pretty like she's the leader. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to deal with leadership in a way that Rick never had to, but she's also showing shades of Rick, which is interesting. Yeah, she doesn't like,
2: seem tormented anymore. She seems really, like,
1: stable. I think it um, came positive. through in the scenes with Aaron. Yeah, yeah only on same. the bridge. Yeah, and we, that was, like, a good
0: thing you are mentioning how they work Rick back in was just, like, when well, she almost said, like, Rick, I lost Rick on a bridge or something, and she, mm-hmm. like, stopped herself short and was just, like, trying to pull it together again. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I
2: respect that. Like the the OGs are the ones that really don't want to cross the boundaries with Alpha. Like they're the ones that are like, do not cross. Like we are not going to play this. And then except for Carol, of course. Yeah, she. But care. It, yeah, it just seems like the ones that have had a lot of experience with really terrible humans <laughs> in this world don't want to mess with alpha anymore. Like they just and, want to respect yeah. what they, you know, compromised on. And compromised. it's good to see
0: the, that we're not still going in circles about like the will, will, sh- should we, shouldn't we form community stuff? Like mm-hmm. this is our hunt. Like this is our community. We care. Everybody cares. Now we don't have any weird like loners, like not caring. Yeah. Um, everybody's invested in this. And, that creates stakes, and that's good, because you don't have to kill people to, to cause right. pain, as we
1: saw with all those heads on the pikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, within those communities, I think it's interesting that there isn't really... I mean, maybe it is Michonne, but there I don't think there is a clear-cut leader. Like, we have the council at Alexandria, but you have Father Gabriel going to Negan for advice, where Rick did in the comics. You have Michonne kind of being the de facto people are coming to her because she is the badass who she is who earned that spot. But you also have Daryl who people turn to. You even have like Magna and Yumiko and different, like all these different people mm-hmm. who are yeah. at least influencing not. the leadership right. to a point. There is no one, this isn't a dictatorship. You know, this is a democracy kind yeah. of for the most part. And while everybody does want to attack the Whispers, they still are listening to the people who are telling them not to. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, I, I really do like the fact that Aaron might finally get a turn. Like Aaron... I feel like Ross Marquand is one of the more talented actors on the show. I think he's very capable, and I think he's been so underused. I think finally you see that conversation that him and Michonne have on the bridge, and he's like, Eric's dead. Jesus is dead. I'm tired of being the nice guy. I got a metal ball for a hand, so I'm going to start smacking people with it. I'm still having a
2: hard time buying it, though. Just because they built him up to be this just sweetheart for so long that I'm having a hard time, like, imagining. Even, like, just, I don't know. He's going to have to do something really drastic for me to look at him as, like, I'm, I'm the like, bad guy yeah, now. Bite out
1: guy's throat I'm hoping yeah. that they do yeah. with him what yeah. they should have done with Alicia on Fear of the Walking Dead. Because she lost family members and just started painting trees. It was <laughs> terrible. Yeah. And with Aaron, he's going to lose people close to him. And it seems like he is going to start You're being a bad trees and being blood.
2: Like he was more happy and yeah. than Whisper Glenn yeah. and like it's harder for me like it I would have been more understanding to see Glenn turn than Aaron. It's how well
1: the thing is that Glenn maintained who he was through years of the apocalypse, whereas Aaron never had to go through the things that right. Glenn did. This yeah. is the mm-hmm. first time Aaron is going through these things. He's lost people True. now for the first time, really. I mean, he probably lost people when the world fell. Right. But he was sheltered for the however many years until Rick he and the group showed walkers. up at Alexandria. Right. So now, after the war with Negan really pushed him to the limit, I think it's time for Ross Marquand to actually get some time to actually do something meaningful. Yeah, and
2: more just on air time, more camera time. Can
1: we like let's take us let's talk about that. Ever since Angela Kang took over, characters like Aaron and Daryl, and I mean there are others as well. Eugene, like, they're actually saying meaningful things. Yeah. Like they're talking. There, there was a chart. I saw a chart on Reddit that counted the number of words Daryl said per season. <laughs> and the chart for, like, seasons one through six it just kept going up. And it was like, I mean, it was, I don't know the number, but it was really up there. There was thousands of words. And then when you get to seasons seven and eight, the number of words Norman Reed has said was just, like, minimal. I mean, a fraction of the lowest season before that. Well, and it's, why? Why would you do that? It's and now they're talking again, and not only are they talking again, there's none of that vague dialogue crap. Yeah,
2: they're yeah. actually saying, saying what you mean. there's yeah. no
1: like, well, we got to do what's right,
2: progress the story. Just
0: for the yeah, this was yes. such a nice refresher from fear, like in hearing all the stuff they kept saying <laughs> on fear all season.
1: The dialogue was so much I was better. Like,
0: yeah, I was just like, this is not a self help, like therapy video. But even
1: like, going back to season eight of Walking Dead, like there would be times where a character should just say something because it makes sense. But if they say it, then we solve the problem now. Yeah. So they wouldn't say it, so we could preserve the problem. Yeah, that one three piece of episodes. information. If you just say just it. say it. By out the out. way, some people popped out of a truck back down the road. You may want to know that before you ride out. Yeah. <laughs> so now they say it, and and the, and it's meaningful, and it actually progresses the story. Th- I I'm, I think The Walking Dead is back to being as good as it's ever been right yeah. now, mm-hmm. which is great. I've seen the next episode. It's a Whisperer episode it's great. It's, it's really good. And I think it's better than this one. I have episode three. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard from people who did that. It's just as good. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm obviously happy that the show is me too.
0: Very happy. And I, I I liken how this cast has been together at some tight knit and sometimes behind the scenes. So like you were saying, Mm. but they've Mm -hmm. developed these bonds that you can clearly see and them riffing off one another. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like moving off one another is, it's so much smoother. Like, yeah. Than it has been because, like I said, I'm sure they have just were hanging out in the background
1: of a lot of oh for shots sure. And sure that's they there's like shooting that. in the middle of nowhere Georgia like they're each other's only friends yeah. you <laughs> know so uh it, yeah they do I think you're right they do develop like that chemistry that you don't really you don't even get that on other projects sometimes yeah. and I think that's part this of was very this was
0: the most nice Ocean Eleven ish I've ever seen The Walking Dead in terms of, yeah. those, like moving between characters and characters bouncing off one other characters it was really good yeah
1: um I did I also I asked Ross Marquand about that turn. And he was just, he was excited. Like, he just seemed purely enthusiastic to see Aaron actually get it's to It's good Madden. to see someone. And Norma like Rita said something, too. He was like, he, I talked to him, I was like, Daryl's actually talking again, which is cool. And he was like, well, you know, in season nine, they let me talk. And that kind of panned out for us. So I'm excited <laughs> about it. So you can watch, both of those interviews are up on comicbook.com. You can go on our YouTube channel or just tweet at me, and I'll send you a link if you want to see it. Um, and, all right, the last thing I want to talk about from this episode is the Negan moment at the end with Father Gabriel. That's a moment very much from the Walking Dead comics. Uh, It's like around issue 151 or 153, where people in Alexandria are really riled up about the Whisperers. They want to fight back. They want to strike. Rick doesn't want to because he has seen Alpha's army, and he knows that's a terrible decision, and they'll all die if they do. So Negan is the one. Rick, like, legit goes to Negan for help. So Negan is the one who says, you got the boogeyman at your door. Use it. It basically and Rick is just like, I'm not gonna lie to my people. Coral still laugh. Uh, and <laughs> then Negan is just like, Don't lie. And he uses a bunch of F-words because it's the comics, and he's like, Go just tell them what they want to hear, and then you'll get there, or whatever. And the and the book ends with Rick basically giving the speech that Negan told him to give, and you hear everybody chanting, like, Rick, 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 Rick. And Negan's in his in his cell going, That a boy, because oh. he knows that Rick listened to him. So it's interesting that they gave that moment to Gabriel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I would think maybe Michonne or Daryl would have got that. Yeah. Because I, I can't picture Gabriel rounding up Alexandria and being like, all right, gang. It was just a nice Speech. callback to
0: their time in the in the camper together.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so too. I think so. There's too. a lot. I think I there like might have been or, like a
0: dialogue yeah. echo if I if I remember something about crapping your pants. The, I feel like the, that yeah, like people shit. are putting
1: their <laughs> yeah. pants back on. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that was a
0: thrust of their conversation in the camper.
1: Yep, yeah. that was the season eight trailer, right? When uh, I think it opened with Negan saying. I hope you got your shitting pants on. Yeah, I censored it. That was you see that I took the eye out. We're good. His
2: father Gabriel seems to be the most afraid of the whispers, or taking them the most seriously. I guess. Well, Maybe he that's should why be because he because has the most brutal
1: death, death yeah. ever <laughs> Which in is the comics. Why they
2: probably? Gave oh my that gosh! That.
1: If you're not familiar with this, we've talked about this on After the Dead last year. The first issue of the Whisperer War, part one of six, and I mean, all you got to do is open the book because it's how the book starts. He's on top of that water tower that Eugene and Rosita found last year, and he's got a sniper, and he's supposed to alert the group if the Whisperers are coming. And as soon as he gets up there, he's like, oh, oh, crap, they're coming. i got to get back down and tell them. He tries to get down, and he falls down the ladder, gets his leg stuck about five rungs of the ladder from the bottom. The bone goes through the skin. He's hanging upside down. Beta walks by, slits his throat, cuts his stomach open, guts are hanging out, walkers eat him. And that's, like, I mean, it's brutal. It is the worst death I've ever scene in the walking dead besides maybe glenn yeah it's it's up there and i asked seth Gilliam, i was like dude do you want that to happen because like that's a tough day on set he's like yeah you're upside down you're screaming you're gargling i mean that's but he wants it he, he yeah. said if that, he said you got to have a good way to go out on the show that's a good way to go out but then again they followed the comics for glenn and look at where that got them I mean, people yeah, were <laughs> yeah, but, no, no, but people were up in arms about yeah. how violent yeah. that was. Yeah. So, do you yeah. think this show can follow that? Is that too much? I think so because
2: I think it'll be fine because it it all starts with a fall, and it's not like Negan straight up <sighs> just torturing a pregnant woman. You know, watching her husband get I think bashed in the face.
1: It is quicker. It's definitely. I think it
0: would be brutal in how impersonal they could make it. Like, Vito just mm-hmm. walks by and he's like, you're nothing. and Just cuts his throat. Because yeah, that's essentially butt. what he does. Yeah, and then just keeps walking and then Ugh. we're just sitting like and hearing
1: Father Gabriel die. I don't even have to show it that so much. Just imagine like starting like the mid-season premiere. That's, that's it. Like, that's the opening scene. Yeah. yeah. Because I could see the Whisperer War being what starts, you know, it's mid, mid season ten, that'd be, great. that'd be a great way to start it. But with the pace that Angela Kang likes to move it, I'd like to see the Whisperer world yeah. also end this season. Right, Maybe same. I agree. Yeah, no, yeah, this got to end. It has to yeah. come and go. Uh As much as I like Samantha Morton as Alpha and Ryan Hurst as Beta, I don't want this to get dragged out. No, the okay. Governor has to be, has went to be on too long. Season, Negan yeah. went on too long. If we're gonna learn from the past, it's condense this and keep it. Do it in favor of the pace. Uh, But, man, uh, we'll see if if Father Gabriel goes and gets Alexandria riled up over Negan's suggested leadership style. We'll also see if his guts hang out while he's upside down on a ladder uh, (laughs) as this season goes on. All right, uh, final things we're going to do here. Season 10, death predictions. I think we all kind of agree Gabriel probably is going to be one of them. But uh, each, I want everybody to go down the line. You can make one or two predictions. We'll start with Kofi. Who Um, do you think dies in Season 10? I think the doctor
0: is, I forget his name off the top of my head. I think there was that weird... Yeah, Rosita's Rosita's uh, doctor. Daddy.
2: I was at the same. Yeah, I Sadiq? think... Yeah, Sadiq? Yeah, I think
0: there's something in Sadiq's storyline. Uh, the spider imagery makes me think that spiders are usually, like, betrayal, intricate webs and stuff. Like, I think he's a double agent. I think either way he gets found out, either he takes himself out... Because he can't take it, he gets taken out somehow, uh, or something like that. After he's revealed to be a traitor, that's my prediction. Ooh, ooh. Nice. I, hope he's good. I
2: agree that he will also uh, die. Sadiq will, but I. You said something interesting. when We were watching it. Is that the other doctor was the was the the spy?
0: Dante. Oh, I was Dante. No, I think it was Sadiq.
2: Okay, so I, I think it's Dante.
1: Oh, we oh, you got a doctor? Well, I, it's funny because I asked looking out at Nash his about mouth. This. I said. There is a strict unwritten rule on The Walking Dead, and that is a one doctor rule. Yeah. As soon as a new doctor comes in, the old doctor dies.
2: Yeah. So one of the two doctors is definitely uh. a prediction.
0: One or two of them may be dirty, and one or two of them may be dead.
2: I don't think Sadiq is a bad guy. Come on.
0: Well, Carl Baby found him Daddy? was. Maybe I think, I mean, he was the one they sent back when everybody got killed, right? Like, yeah.
2: right. And he's having and all he this stuff. And it was so
0: too tell them that and put fear into them, but Whoa. it's also to watch them and see
1: what they All do. I'm going to say is you guys are on to something.
2: My brain's you exploding. Are you
1: guys are smart. You got to get up pretty early in the morning to get one past Kofi. And yeah, you can't wow. show me a picture of a spider in a TV show without <laughs> me thinking something sinister is happening. Yeah. <laughs> My death prediction, um, and this is just as a fan not, not knowing, uh, I think Ezekiel is getting this is us I think he no. inhaled a lot of smoke. I think, I think he got a lot of smoke in his lungs at that satellite site and i think he's going to go out that way there's like synopsis that say sodiki's uh or ezekiel's hiding a secret or something and i think they've no! i mean he already outlived his comic book story i think that was just a means to switch things up and i think uh he's going to get abraham to like abraham outlived his comic book story only to die a moment later whoa ezekiel's going i think, I think going. carol's on that cardi b she can't be your ex just your widow oof
2: that's yeah everybody up, carol
1: gets close to dies let's face that Oh.
2: It's true. Name somebody
1: who's it's about to 5 It's totally decide. true. <laughs> I'm still looking at the Even flowers. That's why
2: I'm not shipping Daryl and Carol I'm still looking at the flowers.
1: Even like, like, back in season <laughs> three when Axel was weird towards her, that yeah. got him killed. Yeah. He got sniped. <laughs> like, it was the middle of a conversation, and that guy with the mustache was just like, pluck. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Plucked. Uh, uh, all at right, the
0: flowers, my friend.
1: And now, really quickly, Janelle, did you watch Fear the Walking Dead season five? <clears throat> no. You're lucky. I didn't. So, yeah, you I lucked out. Did so let's talk about Fear the Walking Dead because it's
2: the first season I did not watch.
1: This might be a hot take that I'm sure I'll catch some some heat for. I think Fear the Walking Dead season three was, or at least is, in the conversation for the best single season of either Walking Dead show. I do agree with that. Yeah, I loved. I thought Dave Erickson put together a masterpiece of a season, and then they fired him. Yeah, And they brought in Andrew Chambliss and Ian Goldberg as the showrunners as a means to let them start this crossover with Morgan Jones and Lenny James, who is the best actor, I think, from either show. I agree. Um, The most misused actor, I think, from either show. I agree. Um, And season four was okay. It started off great. I I love the first few episodes of season four of Fear the Walking Dead. Then they killed Madison, and the show went off the rails.
2: That's when I fell off.
1: Back half of season four of Fear the Walking Dead wasn't good. That villain was weird. And I was just like, all right, maybe season five will be okay. Tremendous cast here. Interesting characters. Let's see. Season five comes along. You strip Alicia of every bit of badass leader she was becoming. You strip Victor Strand of every interesting bit of con man he once was. You strip Daniel Salazar of the ruthless, fun-to-watch, unpredictable guy he once was. You introduce a bunch of kids I don't care about, and you make everybody a bland clone of Morgan Jones who was the least interesting character in season seven and eight of The Walking Dead, which was already... Yeah, it was the most off. annoying by far. I love Morgan as a character because of the potential he has and because of the performances that Lenny James gives. Mm-hmm. But when he becomes a character that is willing to throw logic away, all of it, not an ounce of logic left in the man's body, throw reason away, and all he wants to do is help people because it's right and he's done bad things. What... What bad things has Morgan even done? First of all, because he spent the whole war with Negan not killing people. Yeah. So why is he even? What is he doing? He's just so,
0: trying to apologize for all the times he went crazy and fell into the sunken place and became Killer Morgan.
1: You know. Well, who was way more fun to yeah, watch? exactly. This is TV. Way you more. You know interesting what? You can call watch. me. You can tell me I'm wrong because people should be good people. Yeah. In the real world, they should. It doesn't make for good TV. So, Fear the Walking Dead season five. I think Fear the Walking Dead now boasts claim to. The best single season in the Dead Universe and the worst single season in the Dead Universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, John and June had one of the best episodes of either show in season four. That was the difference. They became Morganites. I
0: was going to say, between season four, you you and I debate season four a little bit, but um, the difference for me is season four still had like a solid handful of really masterful episodes, like the John and June episode. The only good episode in season five. I think
1: there was one. Althea with the helicopter. And it was the episode yes. where Althea wasn't yeah. allowed to tape anything. Yeah, The and camera was so, like, and these actors did their jobs. Yeah. I, I think, I'm, I wanna be clear, I'm not blaming a single one of the cast members or the directors even. I think the directors even did the best with what yeah. they got in terms of scripts. I think it's time to seriously. Revisit this show, rethink who's in charge, and yeah. and and top and down angle of this. If you're gonna, if you think you're gonna keep cast members like Alicia debnam Carey, Coleman Domingo, Ruben Blades, and Lenny James, you gotta you gotta do something different. You have to. They deserve better. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just like the, the cliffhanger man. was was just did we learn nothing? Because I do, the Janelle, you don't know this because you didn't watch it. But spoiler alert: the episode ends with this cartoonish cow cowgirl new villain shooting morgan jones in the heart and she leaves him behind because she's out of bullets she couldn't shoot him in the head and she says i truly hope you die and he's bleeding out and he gets on the radio and he calls up all these people, like just live you know we were doing what was right just live with more of a southern accent than i ever heard lenny james put on it (laughs) but uh and then six zombies are legitimately as far away from him as you are from me right now they're closing in and there's there's seemingly no sensible way Morgan can survive this yeah there is no way but they won't say that he's dead he wasn't on in memoriam and talking dead the showrunners won't say that he's dead the only way you satisfy fans at this point from where I'm sitting (laughs) oh boy the only way is if Madison Clark saves Morgan Jones
2: yes the only way oh you'll get me back
1: (laughs) and there's new people in charge yeah
0: no, I think the reveal has to be Cliff Curtis is back.
1: And <laughs> he survived not. a helicopter yeah. fall. Why does every main character who dies <laughs> on the show die off screen? Off yeah. screen, yeah. Tra- Travis fell out of a helicopter. Travis, we didn't see him die. Too. Madison, I loved him. for some reason, went down with the baseball stadium instead of just hopping over the fence. I don't even want to get into that. And then Morgan, I mean, he has no way out, but like, he still dies off screen if he dies there. Uh, I hope somebody saved him. Yeah. Because a 10-year character deserves a lot more respect. I agree.
0: I think the show took a bad turn when Alicia didn't kill Charlie. Felicia shot ch- oh,
1: Charlie. Yeah, because she killed her brother. Yeah. She killed. Oh, Felicia shot God.
0: Charlie, that'd have been woof. That would have gotten real dark. I would have been like, But this that is was show. But that's <laughs> like, yeah. what The
1: Walking Dead would have done in earlier years. Yeah. And that's that's Lizzie and Mika type episode. Yeah, that's, I'm still not recovered yeah. from that. I, I was I was do you down think here. The shows watching just that. won't
0: do that anymore. I I think it's harder for them to I it think is, It's just the people
1: that. in
2: charge that are. But I mean, but then again, the, the show just
0: wiped out a whole school full of kids, so <laughs> That's
2: yeah. I just that think, sliced think it's up the bunch people, of kids. and like the Walking Dead and Fear, they're just going back and forth. You know, like we've had bad seasons; they can't be good at the, the same. Walking, time. De- it's like they, they just can't, can't be
1: good both. Kill it at the same, same time. time. We'll see. I, I think season six is gonna probably tie into the Rick movies, which we have great updates on the site about. And I think this Walking Dead three show hopefully is okay. Oh uh, we'll see. Buddy. We'll see at New York oh Comic Con. So by the time you've listened to this, we've seen the trailer for walking dead three. Um, which we'll have a lot to say about oh next week. man nice. we will have a lot to I'm say about forward next week. to that all right and this has been after the dead guys if you have anything you want us to talk about uh, use Instagram and Twitter use hashtag after the dead we will search through the hashtag we will look for you guys if you have any questions you want us to ask cast members drop them in that in that hashtag we will look for it if you want to find us online uh, on social media I am at Brandon Davis BD I
2: am at Janelle Wheeler
1: and I am at Kofi outlaw. Uh, you can find us on all the places where podcasts are available. Kofi, can you do that thing you do on Comic Book Nation? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Google Playlist, or
1: you should be able to tell any Amazon Alexa device play After the Dead podcast, and it'll fire right up for you. Leave us a friendly review. Maybe we'll read it next week and give you a crisp high five if we see you at the next convention. This has been After the Dead. We'll see you next Sunday.